0: Fellow ink drinkers, and welcome back to the Blind Girls Book Talk Podcast. My name is Aria. And I'm Belle. And we are two legally blind sisters who love reading and love books. And so what we've done is we've created this show in order to talk about the things that we love about books, the things that we wish we could change, all of that kind of stuff. This show is a variety show, so we cover a wide array of bookish content. And that can range from bad retellings of stories... Book to movie adaptation comparisons, buddy reads, recent reads, reading challenges. Really, the list does go on. And today, what we're actually doing is a bit of a buddy read slash let's talk about this book kind of situation. And the book that we're going to be talking about today is one of my favorites, The Night Circus. Now, Belle has said before that she is really not a fan of this book. And because it is one of my favorites, I wanted her to try to read it again, you know, as she's a little bit older than she was when she first read it, you know, and seeing if maybe a second read through, she will understand why I love this book as much as I do. And I'm not sure how successful I was in this quest. But what we're going to do is Belle is going to talk about kind of her notes as we're going through. I, of course, have my heavily marked (laughs) book with me. So that way I can look up some stuff that she is talking about. Commenting on. Yes, commenting on. And then just a warning, there's probably going to be spoilers. So if you've never read The Night Circus, which you should, it's a good book. It has
1: some good parts.
0: Go ahead. Go read it. Come back. We will be here. All right. So that out of the way, Belle. Overall thoughts. Let's start there. What were your overall thoughts when you were going through this? Okay. I think I
1: found out finally what my huge issue is with the book. Okay. Okay. I like some of the things about the book okay I, I will I will agree with that. I love the whole thing with the wishing tree. I'm more okay now with the whole kind of competition thing. like I'm better with it than I was, okay. I just hate the ending. It's so stupid. like I'm
0: sorry, okay. All right. Well, what we'll do since, of course, it's the ending. We'll circle back to that because I know you have a lot of notes. I, I have a good bit notes. <laughs> because you went through this time and you did the audiobook. But, and I've listened to both the audiobook and I've read the book. The audiobook is really good. That is something to consider as well.
1: My very first note, the dad's a butthead.
0: Yes, I definitely do not like Cecilia's dad. I'm not a fan of him. Like, I think the first time when I read it, I definitely got like ringmaster vibes from him, like just from how he was described. But as the story kind of goes on, you just realize he's, he's he sucks. he's really not that good of a, a, a person like he, he is sucks. not the kind of person I would want to meet.
1: OK, my next note in comment to when Mr. A. Yes. His name, yeah. him. He meets Cecilia, and he starts complaining about her temper. So my note is pretty much that that's stupid because the old men have ego problems.
0: Yeah, I mean they are very old magicians from uh, from my understanding of the story. They're very old. They're older than they look. And so when C- C- when Celia comes onto the scene, it's kind of. I know what part you're talking about. It's kind of...
1: It, it's right before, like, when he's introducing her for, like, to set up the challenge.
0: Yes, yeah. And, and pretty much... she
1: breaks the watch but puts it back together and he's like, she has a temper and I'm just like, screw you, old man. You have an ego issue. And see,
0: the thing is, is I don't really, like, yes, she is a little bit more of a fiery character at times, but also, I think it's just because she is a very powerful magician. Like, she is very very good at what she does. And especially at a young age, I don't think she necessarily has control. Like this is my interpretation of it. You know, she doesn't really have control of her powers. So I think that's why that she ends up breaking things, but she's able to put them back together. So it's kind of like, don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. My next note, treating the boy less than human by not giving him a name. Because the only reason I'm saying this is because of World War II. The concentration camps. Yes. The people in the camps weren't given names, they were given numbers. Right. And my first seminar class in college was all about World War II, and we we talked about this on people being not treated as other humans and being, you know, treated inhumanely and that type of thing. So this just brought me back to that class, so I just had to note that.
0: Yeah, it's weird in the beginning when they're first kind of, when Marco and Cecilia are both kind of brought into this game.
1: Next note, can we stop with the time
0: jump crap? (laughs) Okay, yeah. So this is... A very slow burn of a book And there are kind of multiple stories Going on all at the same time When I first read it I definitely was a little thrown off by it But I was just kind of like Okay, this is fine I completely
1: forgot that this happened
0: Yeah, for me I was just kind of like This is fine, we'll move on It's totally fine But I do understand that to some people That can be very unsettling To jump between, you know A couple different storylines But I think it's really cool How, you know, this was all kind of of molded together essentially
1: my next note why the heck did it take two hours for the dad to die yes. <laughs> that got me mad <laughs> i was like i was waiting because i remember he dies and i remember you know him doing his magic trick and it
0: failed mm-hmm.
1: that type of thing but it caught me mad. it took two hours i was over two
0: hours into the audiobook yeah uh, so i mean that is a thing that does happen except he's not actually dead he's just kind of he tried to use close enough yeah he tried to use magic to do this it don't trick matter it don't matter for.
1: he died he's supposed to be dead he's dead he's he's really he's not dead. He's, he's just dead. invisible no he's dead my next note isabel is creepy and obsessed with Marco. That's going to be an ongoing theme within these notes. Yes, (laughs) yes. My next note. What is wrong with wanting to be left alone?
0: (laughs) I know what you're talking about for this part. Uh, Go ahead. I know what you're talking about for this part. So there is a part in the book where essentially uh, Celia is just chilling
1: and Isabel's like writing to marco and complaining how it, 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 cecilia is like just keeps to herself and i'm just like why yeah, she wants to be left alone yeah leave the girl
0: alone yeah but also she is doing a lot of things to the circus by by using magic so yeah i can understand why she wants to be left alone
1: my next note <laughs> it's a cult <laughs> Created by the clockmaker.
0: Oh, <laughs> it's legit, yes. My
1: next note. Yes,
0: yes. It's it's a cult. Essentially, yeah. It's a cult. Yeah. You prove
1: me wrong. It's. it's I can a cult. see
0: how you would think that, but it's really not that. It's not that sinister.
1: It's a cult. It don't matter.
0: It not all not... cults. Cults are si- sinister. It's still a cult. It is not that sinister. It's a cult.
1: It's cult. Pr- nobody can prove me wrong. It's a cult.
0: She's talking about the rivers. If you, it's cult. Know what you know? Where in the story we're talking about?
1: Puppet and Bailey are cute. Is my next note?
0: Yes, I ship it. (laughs)
1: my next note how can he love her when they only had like one conversation who marco yeah i don't know what this when exactly this is but i'm like they've only conversed with each other like one major time before this like by themselves they've only conversed once and he's like i'm in love with her (laughs) Uh, One conversation, dude. See,
0: here's the thing. And I think I know why. I think it's because of how the game is run and how the circus is run. And kind of their magics are very much being intertwined. So I think that's why he just feels like he's very close to her because of everything going on with the magic.
1: The next note He just kisses her and he does not care how she feels. Like, he doesn't (laughs) care. He just walks up, just kisses her and just walks away. Doesn't even ask, like, nothing. He just goes and does it. (laughs) I'm right. I'm right. We're moving on. Okay. My next note, I want a color-changing dress.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes, I do. And that's what I'm excited about. Uh, Supposedly, this is going to be made into a movie. And that's what I'm very excited to see how they do that. Because let me tell you. It's neat.
1: Uh, next note. Why does the man who created the circus and who owns the circus not go with the circus? Chandrash? Yeah. So, yeah. Like, you would think it's his thing. Like, yes, he had other people in on it and all the, this, that, and the other thing. But it's his circus. Like, he's the proprietor. Why doesn't
0: he go? I, I think that it's because it wasn't that kind of thing. It was one of those things where he wanted to get the project off the ground. So he did. And then once it got off the ground, I mean, Cecilia pretty much made the whole thing self-sustaining without anybody really realizing it.
1: Well, yeah, I get that. But I'm saying
0: it's stupid. I mean, because it's not a traditional circus. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like he needs an, to do an act. He would just be there to just kind of oversee it. And it doesn't need to be overseen.
1: Widget is me.
0: <laughs> yes, I do like I do like Popper <laughs> and Widget. Food, yes, <laughs>
1: that is the note.
0: Yes, I do love Widget. I love Poppet. I love Bailey. I love all of them. Like those three, I love them.
1: I like those three, but Widget with the
0: food, yeah. Widget and Poppet, man, they're super uh, cute.
1: How are you in love? You only had like three conversations, girl,
0: <laughs> Cecilia. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's the same concept. It's the I same know, Marco. but it
1: bugs me. And then the next thing is stop with the love bullcrap. It's borderline obsession. Isabel is a butt and stupid Marco warned her from the beginning and told her she was nothing to him, yet she was still obsessed with him.
0: Yeah. Stupid.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm
0: not a big fan of hers.
1: The next note, I can relate to ink on my hands. I always have ink on my hands. Yeah. Marco is a creep. Why is he a (laughs) creep this time? I don't know. I forget that one. Then my next note is Romeo and Juliet much.
0: Yeah, it very much does have Romeo and Juliet vibes at times.
1: Yeah. And then for being written in 2011, and had some nice OG BGQ representation. The contortionist. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. She is. Yeah, because of her competitor. Yes. Fell in love with her competitor. Yes. And her competitor was a girl. girl. Was a girl and she.
0: And see, and that's why I think that the magic, like the way that the game is, I think that when you're using magic, like kind of with each other, like in a symbiotic way to like grow something, I think that in this universe, it does kind of make your feelings for that person grow. So I think that when her and... And you never hear exactly what the game was before the Night Circus. But you do know but, how the... But you do know that the her competitor ends up being, I think, turned into salt or something like that? No,
1: her competitor set herself on fire.
0: Something like that. E. And pretty much... So I think that... They might have done had something a little bit similar to Marco and Cecilia, and then they just kind of fell in love because of it. Because really, like Cecilia says multiple times, like, I made this for you. Like I made the wishing tree for you. He's like, I made this for you. When we did the labyrinth, we did it together. Like we did these things for each other. And to kind of show the other what we can yeah, do. Yeah, it
1: was who was it? The dad who was like, The whole circus is just your stupid love notes to each other. And I'm like, yeah, 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 pretty much. That's all it is. And it's
0: stupid. It pretty much is. And so I think that that's But it doesn't matter. Anyway. (laughs) I think that's what these games are. Okay. Moving on. It's
1: still a prison, no matter how magical. They are still trapped.
0: You're talking about the end?
1: Yes. When... Who is it? Talking to one of the widget or poppet... Uh-huh. It was talking to whoever at the end of the book and I think it was it was widget talking to Mr. A.
0: Yeah, it's Widget, because he tells the story.
1: Yeah, and he said Mr. A says something about them being trapped in a prison and he's like it's st- it's a very magical like he, he like makes it sound like it's the like being trapped in the circus is no big deal and I'm like, dude, I'd lose my mind. It's still a prison, no matter how pretty something is. If no matter how glamorous, magical, whatever, if you are stuck somewhere, it's still a prison.
0: Yeah, I mean they pretty much are. They're kind of at this point. Both Marco and Celia are kind of like. Cecilia's dad they're there but they're not there but they're
1: trapped in them and
0: they're kind of trapped in kind of a different plane like reality plane of the circus essentially so I get what you mean it is still a prison to them but also for me I'm kind of like it is their love letters to each other and it's stuff that they made okay
1: fine screw that nonsense I'm just saying if it was me I'd lose my mind because it's still a prison all
0: right what else she got?
1: It should not be considered a stalemate, right? It shouldn't because in in my head, the whole competition shouldn't be considered a stalemate. It should be considered a win for Cecilia.
0: I think so because I agree. she
1: pulls off the the trick her dad couldn't do. Yeah, she pulled it off. Therefore, I yeah, it. She won. She saved Marco from killing himself completely. So she won. It's not yeah. a stalemate. She won.
0: Yeah, I think that's true, too. I would say Cecilia did win.
1: She won. The whole book is just Widget telling the story. Yes. And then my last note, I like the modern twist at the end with the email.
0: Yes. Yes. I thought that was cool, too. When I first read it, that was really neat. I know you mentioned some things about the end there that you didn't like. Is it mainly because they didn't say Cecilia was the winner that you didn't like the end?
1: I don't like how it just ends with... Cecile and Marco just become ghosts. The whole book is centered around their battle and their competition. Right. And then their ending is just so anticlimactic. And then you just don't find out anything else. Like, they become ghosts and hand over the circus to Bailey. But then they're just there and it doesn't touch on anything else for them. Yeah, I, and that's I stupid because the whole book is their story.
0: Yeah, I can understand how that could be very, very frustrating. It's and stupid. I will admit, I do get a smidge frustrated with the ending just because it is very ambiguous. It's taken me several times of reading it to kind of piece it a bit more together. You know what I mean? So like, I get it. I really do. I wish it could have been tweaked a little bit, just how Cecilia and Marco's story ended, even if they actually passed away.
1: Like, something. Like... Yeah. I don't like how that ends. Like, you have the, the whole thing with Widget, that they're still there. Right. But, like, it tells you nothing else.
0: Right, yeah. And
1: it's like, okay, so they're they're just trapped in this circus. Yeah. Like...
0: Yeah, I get it. I do. Yeah, yeah. I see how that would be very frustrating for you. Yeah. So through reading this, have you learned, have you realized why I love it the way I do? Oh,
1: I knew why you loved it from the beginning. I still don't really like it,
0: so... Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So, final thoughts on it. You liked some parts about it, or you've you've grown to like some parts about it. Some parts of it you're just not a fan of, especially the ending... And that's how that goes. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Well, I think that about does it then. I think that's a good way to wrap this up. We want to thank you guys for coming along and listening to Belle talk about her thoughts, her notes on the night circus, me giving my thoughts on it as well. Of course, if you like the episode, if you like what you're listening to, please consider sharing the episode with your friends. It really does help us to grow the show and we would be very appreciative of it. And then what are we going to be talking about next time?
1: A battery you telling of pride and prejudice.
0: All right. So we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.